You are listening to the regular version of Sexy Marriage Radio, smrnation.com. You've turned on Sexy Marriage Radio, where the best sex happens in the marriage bed. Here's your host, Dr. Corey Allen. It's Valentine's week here at Sexy Marriage Radio Empire. Yeah, happy Valentine's. I'd love to hear what people are doing for their um, Valentine evenings. I'm sure, you know, because we have the sexiest audience on the face of the planet, I'm sure whatever they're doing, it's well done, over the top, fabulous, no holds barred, spare no expense. And then you got all the guys out there thinking, listening to this going, dude, I don't know what I'm doing yet. (laughs) And the ladies. I picked up a box of chocolates. Send emails with ideas of what you're doing. We'll share them somehow. Absolutely. The Sexy Marriage Radio Nation does want to help each other Mm -hmm. in a lot of ways in the way we go about uh, doing that. One of the ways is you email and you call into the show. Uh, You can call us at 214-702-9565. You can also send us an email at feedback at sexymarriageradio.com. Like this one that just came in, and it just says, Guys, seriously, labels for female genitalia? You can't come up with any more fun names than lips? <laughs> what about lady bits, as in, want to show me your lady bits? Or down under parts, want to go for a dive down under? I like that one. I do, That's too. Good. Or Juicy Lucy. I hadn't heard this one before. Let's see how juicy your little Lucy is. <laughs> <laughs> she is way more fun than us with that. I'm well, so not well, creative she, on that stuff. I, I, and that's part of the fun of this is because... And what'd she say? Fun, fun vanilla lady. A fun vanilla lady. Absolutely. Vanilla so, lady. It's, it, But it's the whole range when it comes to how people do sex mm-hmm. and what works for them. And like the fun vanilla lady is describing, have a little flair if that's part of who you are. Right. Right. And if it's not, see if it stretches just a little bit to make that part of who you are because... That's the whole concept that we believe of how, of how sex helps us just grow up. It challenges us. It stretches us. It, it, we have to take risks sometimes. Yeah. And so sometimes it's, how do you label the things? It's so fun, Vanilla Lady. Thank you for adding to the conversation <laughs> for what do you call down there right. for, for a woman? Um, and also, uh, since this is... Uh, collaborative in the way this goes mm-hmm. uh, with Sexy Marriage Radio Nation. Um, we want to have you come see us at the Sexy Marriage Radio Getaway. It's a personal invitation. It's Valentine's week. Uh, take your spouse to the getaway in June. Registration's going on now. Uh, spots are selling fast. Mm-hmm. And Getting we, excited. We want to see you there because it's going to be a fabulous four days in June, 18 through 21, this coming summer. So take advantage of the early bird rate before it goes away, April 15th, which also has special appeal for my wife in that date mm-hmm. with a nice tax accountant. It does. It does. I'm dreaming of sleeping in on the 16th. <laughs> well, coming up on today's regular free version of Sexy Merge Radio, uh, I had a chance to catch up with Vanessa Marin, mm-hmm. who's a sex therapist on the West Coast that she has some fabulous resources that we came across. And just the way she frames uh, the work that she does with people and their sex lives, um, I I reached out to her and said, we got to have a conversation. Because oftentimes, you know, my wife Pam is uh, my lovely co-host throughout all of this. Mm -hmm. But sex therapy is not her wheelhouse. 
Right. Uh, she brings the voice of the everyday woman or the low desire wife or just my wife. <laughs> so it's a whole range. It, yeah, it can be classified in all kinds <laughs> of ways, where, right? Where she tries to fill in uh, the conversations. And so Vanessa and I spend the regular version of this episode talking about what are some of the most common issues that come up in sex? Because mm-hmm. I was really curious from a female perspective, what is she seeing? What are the trends? Right. What are the things happening? And then on the extended version of Sexy Marriage Radio, which is deeper, longer, and there's no ads, you can subscribe at smrnation.com. Vanessa and I continue a more in-depth conversation about the allure and the subtlety and sometimes even the struggle with a female orgasm. Mm. Because she has a course, and I love the title, it's called Finishing School. Mm. Nicely done. And it's for helping women achieve orgasm and the whole adage of well you just got to relax is not helpful Mm. and so she's we talk through what what do you do how do you how do you start this whole process in today's extended version so all that's coming up on today's show so joining me today for this episode of sexy marriage radio is a fellow sex therapist who happens to be of the other gender. And any time I come across women that are uh, have a lot going for them in regards to the profession, their take, their view, um, and they're female, I want to get with them to, hey, let's talk about the whole world of sex therapy and how it applies to couples because, you know, Vanessa, as you and I were talking right before the show started, I can't carry the weight because I've never been a woman. And so <laughs> there's a different view in, in lens. And so Vanessa Marin is joining us for today's. Uh, she's a psychotherapist out in the California area. And I won't hold that against you since I live in Texas, Vanessa. But <laughs> welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to get to have this conversation with you. Absolutely. So let's. I wanted to dive right in because you you do a lot of work. Um, just mainly, you you've done a deep dive into the world of sex therapy with with people and with couples. And mm-hmm. so to start, what are some of the main things you see? Because I'm always curious about trends, commonalities. You know, just what are some of the main things you see? and the work that you're doing with couples right now? Yeah, I think people are always interested in this question, right? We want to know, like, what's going on in other bedrooms? What are other people struggling with? Absolutely. So, yeah, I see three main issues in my practice. So the first one is women who struggle with orgasm, um, whether they've never had an orgasm or they can orgasm on their own but not with a partner. Okay. Um, I see men with performance anxiety issues, and I see couples with mismatched sex drives who are really struggling to keep the spark alive and feel connected in the bedroom. Oh, so what's going on in California is the same thing going on here in the Midwest. It sure is. <laughs> okay. okay. Well, then now I know. Okay, perfect. So I, I want to, uh, this is kind of a meandering conversation that I want to have with you, Vanessa. And and some of the ones like I, I want to table the idea of the the women having trouble orgasming or having trouble reaching orgasm with their partner. All right. Um, for the extended content, so that's our tease for the day's show. That's going to so, be a good one. I, I can't wait. <laughs> um, but I am curious because we've done just recently several different uh, segments on the idea with men with performance anxiety, and so mm-hmm. where 
where do you go with this? Because I, I want to see where, where we align and where we're a little different possibly. Yeah, well, I take a really multifaceted approach to performance issues. So I think most men think, you know, hey, my body's not performing the way I want it to. It's so easy these days to get Viagra, get Cialis. Yep. And I think most men think that that's the cure-all. You know, I just need to get the pills. Yep. <laughs> and so I work with so many men who come to me afterwards and they said, I got the pills they didn't do anything. And now I'm even more freaked out. Okay. So it's really important to me to help men recognize that performance issues are not just a purely biological thing. Correct. There are so many different factors that can go into it. And so if we can really dig in and explore what exactly is it that's actually going on rather than putting on this Band-Aid solution of just, you know, tossing you a pill, right? Um, then we can get much more comprehensive and effective solutions going forward. So do you have a different route? Because th there is an issue of performance anxiety that can ma that mm -hmm. can manifest itself in a lot of different ways, right? I mean, yeah. you can have the ED yeah. issues, you can have the premature ejaculation issues, you can have the delayed ejaculation issues. Mm -hmm. I mean, there's there's so many different things yeah. that can happen. But do you come at it from um, if it's not obviously there's a biological possibility? Yes. Because I mean that there is an element of with blood flow that mm -hmm. hey that's got to be addressed. But mm -hmm. there's also the emotion, the context, the anxiety, the mental game. And yeah. I'm assuming that's kind of where you probably then start to dig in. Yeah. So I have a five foundation system that I like to use where okay. I kind of go over the five main categories of potential causes. So the first one is the physical. Um, so there can be physical issues that are at play, you know, injuries, illnesses, medications, all kinds of stuff. Yep. Um, there's mental, you know, what sort of thoughts are going through your head? What sort of expectations do you have of yourself? What, how do you think you're supposed to perform in the bedroom and show up? Um, there's emotional. So sometimes, you know, there might be you're dealing with shame or embarrassment around sex, um, you know, just negative feelings about sex in general. All of us have to deal with that. Right. <laughs> there's relational. So what happens in your relationship? Yep. Um, so, you know, all men are going to experience occasional performance issues. But if there's a really bad reaction from your partner, let's say your partner freaks out, they think, you know, you're not attracted to me anymore. Yeah, our sex life is dead. Right. You know, that's right. going to create a lot of tension and, and make it more likely to go forward. Um, and so it's just, you know, what's what does your sex life even look like with your partner? Um, and then the, the fifth one is sensual. So that gets more into what kind of sex are you having? Um, how are you approaching it? Are you taking a really, you know, rushed, anxious approach to it? What does sex look like, you know, when you're on your own masturbating? So right. that can be a huge component. So yeah, if we go through those five foundations, then we almost always find, you know, some major cause, okay. usually a couple of different causes. <laughs> yeah, can I, I can almost see that's a great little, I'm almost picturing it as like you're creating this little, it's a diagram of circles and you're just working yeah. through each one yep. and you're going to start to find major overlaps or times where one circle is much larger than the others Absolutely. because of the list. And then that's where you start, which I see that as a, as uh, members of the sexy marriage radio nation can do that. Just listening mm -hmm. to this. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah, a, that's absolutely. a proactive because I don't I mean speaking as a man that's been sexually active with his wife for a long time now, mm -hmm. you're, you're spot on in that all of us face varying levels of issues. Yeah. Right. Where it doesn't always go as planned. <laughs> and so, Our bodies do not always do what we want them to do. <laughs> no, they don't. Uh, especially as you get further along in life. And there's this element of like, 
okay, I'm going to need a little assistance here in some way, shape, or form. So Mm -hmm. it's seeing this through the idea of, okay, there's multifacets going on. There's a whole lot of possibilities. Let's not rush to judgment is kind of what you're saying of I'm broken because I would want to challenge it as, nah, that kind of just means you're normal. Welcome to being human. Absolutely. Yeah. Things don't always work the way you hope. Yeah, I, I think that's such an important thing that most men don't realize. You know, all men experience performance issues from time to time. I mean, I just said, you know, our bodies aren't, don't always do what we want them to do. Our bodies aren't robots. And so if a man can recognize, okay, this happens from time to time. I roll with the punches. Yep. You're going to be fine. Yep. But what often happens is that, you know, he'll get up into his head thinking, I am broken. Something's horribly wrong. Um, and that just makes it worse and worse. So I think if we can just approach it, you know, for men and women, kind of approach our sex lives with a sense of curiosity. Like, oh, okay, absolutely. things aren't going exactly the way that I want them to be right now. But can I get curious and see what might be going on? And right. so, yeah, you can go through those five foundations that I just listed on your own. And if you kind of think through, all right, what might be going on for me in this area? You can really discover a lot. Yeah. And I'm almost hearing this too, Vanessa, as that's a good route for a spouse, for a wife to go (laughs) through, because you even mentioned relationally, she can take his issue personal when it could be a small percentage of the the dynamic, but it's probably not you know, most performance issues that I've come across and experienced have nothing to do with, with my wife. It's, yep, it's my absolutely. own head and weird mm-hmm. little world going on. Yeah, I have never worked with a man where the main issue or even a major issue was his level of attraction to his partner. It's just not a thing. Right. Um, but unfortunately, so many women take performance issues really, really personally. Right. Um, and I've done that myself, too. You know, it, it, it is very easy to take it personally, but it's just so important for us to recognize that it's not. And when we do take it personally, we're just contributing to the issue and making it much more likely to continue happening. Right. Well, that then, that's when the, the power of what you're describing of how do we take a curiosity approach? Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we do a, Hey, I wonder what, and not, because yeah. it, it seems like we could do that. Tell me if I'm wrong. And I, I don't think this is a male centric thing only, but we have a time as humans that, um, when something goes wrong or different, don't we often tend to jump to the worst case? Yeah, right? we uh, definitely oh, do. Oh, okay, he's this or that or oh, she's <laughs> yeah. this or that rather than hold on. What else could it be? Yeah. And especially with sex, because it is such a sensitive topic, we don't have a lot of resources. Um, A lot of us really struggle with it. So when something goes wrong in our sex life, yeah, we do tend to go to the absolute worst case scenario. Okay. And so I want to pivot just real quick, because uh, you also make comments on how just with some of the work you do, some of the stuff you've written, um, how do you just keep, I, I think you're, I'm, I'm stumbling around trying to think of how to frame this the, the best, <laughs> but there's an element of married life. Sex is different because it's the same person. Right. And, and so you, mm-hmm. then you run into this issue of how do we keep it exciting? How do we keep it engaging? How do we keep it have a spark? Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. So I think the main, you know, the first thing that I want to talk about here is shifting our mindset around it. Um, I think most of us believe that great sex is something that's just supposed to happen because that's really the only way we ever see it, right? In the movies, um, you know, people just have this immediate, instantaneous, crazy chemistry and, you know, they sort of live happily ever after (laughs) with that chemistry. And so a lot of people go into relationships with those same expectations should be amazing right off the bat and it should just continue to be amazing. And I've, I've seen a lot of people who end up, you know, leaving relationships because that spark starts to fade and they think, oh, this person isn't the right person for me. Right. It must not be, you know, a good fit. Um, and so I really like to encourage people to recognize that great sex requires great effort. <laughs> okay. It's something that we have to work on throughout the course of our relationship. Okay. Um, so that's just a really big mindset shift to make. If we can recognize, okay, it's not something that's just going to happen. It's something that we make happen. <laughs> then that opens up the door for a lot of possibilities. I love it because I, I frame it in, in very similar, just the terminology is different of, I just say sex, sex in general, but for sure, great sex doesn't happen by accident. Mm-hmm. There has to be an element of intentionality, dedication, effort, energy, knowledge, yeah. curiosity. I mean, there's a whole lot of things because that's the whole, we do come into this, don't we, with the idea of, well, it'll just happen. It'll just, exactly. it'll just flow. It'll just be, it'll <laughs> uh-huh. just be simple. And you know, natural. Oh, that's have, my favorite word. <laughs> right. Well, I use the joke when I'm speaking, like I've had, uh, the, the, the winter and spring is the time where I go speak to a lot of moms groups in the mm. churches nearby. And I actually did this in uh, just the other day where I just made the comment and kind of got off on this tangent that I tend to do um, with the idea that, you know, sex doesn't happen by accident. You know, you, you don't just trip and fall and all of a sudden you're in <laughs> your wife's vagina, right? It's just yep. <laughs> because if, if that's the case, one... What is she doing laying on the ground like that, just waiting for you? I mean, no woman just does that. So it's just the idea of recognizing there are so many myths that just trip us up. There really are. Yeah, I feel like half of, yeah, half of my job is really just dispelling myths and telling people, nope, it doesn't actually work like that. That's just what you've seen in the movies or on TV. It's not really how it works. But yeah, it's just it's because we don't have any great resources that so many people are operating off of all of these myths, and it's really damaging our sex lives. Absolutely. And so once you get a little bit of the myth busted. What and and then the, then you're talking about great sex comes from great effort. Are there mm-hmm. some are there some go tos that couples can enhance and be sure they are doing that help? Yeah, so there are a ton of different things that that you can do. Um, one of my favorite things to talk about and that might be a little bit controversial is actually to schedule sex. So I think that a lot of people have this idea, you know, you hear the phrase scheduling sex and it just sounds really depressing. Like, yeah. You know, oh man, our sex life is so bad. Now we have to schedule it the way that we, you know, schedule dentist appointments. And I actually used to feel the exact same way about scheduled sex. I, you know, at the beginning of my career, I thought it was one of the worst ideas I'd ever heard of. <laughs> okay. But so um, what after, brought you around? You know, What actually brought me around was my husband and I having struggles in our own sex life, having a period of our relationship where 
We were both really, really busy, really stressed out. It felt like there just wasn't any time for us. And, um, you know, my husband sort of stumbled upon the idea and said, you know what, we just need to like schedule days and pick times where we make sure we're going to do this. And I hated it at first. Okay. <laughs> I was so upset with him. And I said, oh my God. I took it super personally. My husband must not be attracted to me anymore. He has to schedule it with me. Um, but we ended up just really playing around with it. And believe it or not, it actually ended up really, really working for us. And so we found different ways of playing with it where it's it's not this really clinical, okay, Tuesday at 7, 13 p.m., we will meet in the bedroom. And, you know, <laughs> um, so we, you know, it's really become an amazing way for us of guaranteeing that we have time carved out for each other yeah. and that we build up this excitement and this energy and anticipation around it. Um, the same sort of way, you know, we have date nights where we go out and, yep. you know, we go to a restaurant, we go to a concert, you know, whatever it is that you feel excited about that. We feel excited about, Hey, we've got sexy date night with right. each other. Okay. So, um, so I got a question though, cause I'm, I'm in the same camp and I don't, I don't call the scheduling controversial. And mm -hmm. I, I take more of the stance of, I know for some couples it's going to work yeah. for Pam and I abs it does not work. I mean, it's mm -hmm. because we're the, uh, in some regards, it's that flip side of the equation where yes, it can really create the anticipatory energy, but mm -hmm. it also creates the pressure mm. of, oh, I know it's coming. Oh, you know, and so. This is where I want to at least get pick your brain because I think this yeah. this is good information to know. How do you challenge that dynamic if that's within yourself? Because I know some listeners are going to hear that as, oh, that's a pressure cooker. Yeah. Because you know? yep. they, they even look at date night that way of just knowing, yeah. oh, I'm going to have to perform today yeah. and I really don't want to. And that's just that way that mm -hmm. energy is being used against them rather than them using the energy. So. Yeah. So I've got a solution for you. I, I want to hear it. Let's go. <laughs> yeah. So I dealt with this as well, you know, uh, kind of in that period where we were trying to play around with this and see, is this going to work for us or not? I felt some of that pressure. Sure. Um, and there would be, yeah, there would be times where it was like, oh God, we have to tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so what I came up with is this idea of, I call it the easy win activity. So what okay. you do is you pick some sort of activity that involves touch in any way that you would always feel open to. So no matter what, you have a terrible day, you're in a bad mood, no matter what, you're always open to doing this with your partner. Okay. So for most couples, this is going to be something really simple. It might be cuddling. Right. It might be a little kiss. It might be a hug. You know, right. so it's something really, you know, the bar is pretty low here. So when you schedule a, you know, a sexy date night, you are just agreeing to do that bare minimum activity with each other. Okay. So that really lessens the pressure because it's something that you do enjoy. You do look forward to, you know, I don't have any expectation to go further than that. Okay. And what you'll find in reality, you know, doing this is that if you set that bar really low for yourself, if you start off with something that you enjoy doing, you're getting some touch with your partner, the oxytocin's flowing. Right. A lot of times you wind up feeling open to doing more right. than that. Because then, then you're just talking about how do I get past the first barrier? It's really, right. yeah, it's that first step. So if it's something that, you know, a lot of couples will tell me, I love cuddling with my partner. Uh -huh. I will always cuddle with my partner, you know? So it's if, if you just get over that first barrier, then you're cuddling, you're feeling good. You're thinking, okay, well, you know, maybe a little bit more sounds okay. good. Okay. Yeah. I like it because I think that's, again, <laughs> this is just how, uh, you know, we hear Sexy Marriage Radio, we, 
you know, it sounds like you kind of have this uh, very, very similar philosophy of what works for people is what matters, right? Exactly. That there is not, I mean, if you and I, and I would love this if we could figure out a way to do this, but if you and I could create the end all be all, here's the three-step process to have fantastic, great sex every single time, we would be the world's first trillionaires. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Because everybody wants it. Uh You know, it it just doesn't exist because there's too many nuances, too many unique situations and things that mean, okay, I'm going to have to try this out. And this is where we go back to what you mentioned earlier. How do I just be curious about my Mm -hmm. whole sexual evolving in my relationship and as a person? Exactly. And so, yeah, so many of my approaches that I've come up with, it's, it really comes back to that curiosity and that willingness to experiment. So I think a lot of us, we have this kind of perfectionism that's come up around sex. Like, I don't want to try that thing unless I know I'm going to love it and it's going to be perfect. (laughs) And so that's another big myth about sex. There's no such thing as perfect sex. Um, So if we can take a different approach and think, you know, I'm, I'm willing to experiment. I'm willing to try some things. Maybe I try this thing and I don't love it. Maybe I try it and I do love it. Um, So it's, you know, that kind of approach is really going to save your sex life and just make it so much more open, so much less pressure. And that just feels playful, too. You know, we don't take it quite so seriously. (laughs) I mean, sex is a serious (laughs) subject, but man, we don't have to approach it so much like that. We really don't. And, you know, a lot of times, like, think about what's your favorite time, your favorite memories having sex with your partner. For most people, it's not this, like, super serious, you know, very intense kind of thing. It's like, it's those moments where we feel really light and playful and we're laughing with each other and we're making eye contact and we just feel so connected to our partner. That's great. So that's the kind of, the kind of sex that I really like to help people have. (laughs) That's good because the world needs more of that, especially in marriage, because it does become this thing that has a different weight to it unless Mm -hmm. we can challenge a lot of these myths that that we're kind of talking about. Absolutely. Well, Vanessa, tell, um, I got to let everybody know, how do they find you? Because I like what you've got going on (laughs) a whole lot, and I want other people to know it too. So what's the best way they can find more about you? Yeah, so they can come on over to vmtherapy.com. It's V-M, my initials, T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com. And I would encourage everyone to sign up for our email list. So we send out an email every Friday with free tips, tricks, advice, resources. Um, My husband is a part of my business as well. So sometimes we do kind of, you know, from the male perspective, from the female perspective. So we have a great community of people and we'd love for you guys to join us there. Well, that'll all be in the show notes, so uh, be sure to check it out because, I mean, we all can use more curiosity and tips and tricks when it comes to making our life better in the long run. So, Vanessa, thanks again (laughs) for for, uh, spending a little time, and I'm excited about where we're going next. So, uh, Yes, me too. (laughs) Thanks for having me. (laughs) Well, I love the fact that there are multiple voices out there that are aimed to help couples and individuals with their sex lives and how sex therapists play such a vital role. Right. Doing it in a healthy manner, um, just quality people to go after and 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 help you in a safe environment. I love Vanessa and the fact that she's straightforward. Mm -hmm. It's, it's practical, it's real, it's honest. And I'm hoping that if, if you caught 
uh, all the episode. Uh, well done. Get to work. Get to school. Um, <laughs> if you didn't catch the extended episode, um, what are you waiting for? Well, I'd say, ladies, you know, give yourself a Valentine's present and listen to this extended version. The- um, aiding in orgasm, she's got a unique perspective, right? And it's a female coming after it. So. Absolutely. SMRNation.com is how yeah. you can find out more. Um, well, this has been a fun show. Yeah, it has. So whatever you are, wherever you are, whatever you've been doing, um, we always like to say thank you to you for taking some time out of your day each and every week to spend it with us because Sexy Marriage Radio Nation truly is what makes this what it is. It is. Uh, that you help frame the conversation. You help us steer where we need to go. So if we left something undone or you want to hear a little bit more, feedback at sexymarriageradio.com or 214-702-9565. See you next time.